What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo Roundtable, and uh, let's welcome this week's panel. We got Kim Side Money Plans because she's never missed one day, and uh, I think I'm in a time delay. Oh no! Sorry for the uh, heavenly scene behind me too. I was trying to make some adjustments here. We got Hannibal is hungry. I think I, my streak is two shows. Yeah. I think. Well, they, he's, he's, have been a well, he's talking about two in a row that he's two been in a row. here. Yeah, that he's been right. Here. But I mean, like, if you go back to the beginning, he has had like 15. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mean. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> but uh, apparently, you don't know how streaks work because they restart every time you fail them. That's true. That's, that's okay. true. You sound like an app I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Are you? What was that? Are you eating no. McDonald's? No, these are like regular French fries. I don't know where I got them from. Um, <laughs> um, the guy, and I don't my wife, my wife had them. I told Gary'sApps.com. Gary'sApps.com. Um, thank you guys for being here. Uh, John's not here tonight. I'm gonna have to switch this camera. It's gonna drive me nuts. Um, he's watching a crappy Flash movie. I can't did, even. Did see... you watch it yet? No, I, I I have no desire to watch that in theaters. I and it's not even because of what the guy did, you know. Yeah. It's just I don't like that version of the Flash, the oh, DC, that that DC version. You know, uh, it, it's just crappy. Doesn't let's work for you. let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, Barry Allen's supposed to be like a smart genius scientist guy, and this guy just I don't know. He comes Dude, let's let's be honest that really is i mean like i won't speak for the comics themselves is which is what you're talking about but when it comes to these movies marvel a plus dc failure yeah i mean yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know i'll say lately marvel has not been as great as it used to be but yeah definitely it's a it's a big decline in quality between the, the, the only the only good dc movies i like are the superman ones and and of course now they got rid of they got rid of the Superman. <laughs> yeah, I don't Who knows know what's gonna happen. Yeah, because yeah. the Dark Knight ones weren't DC, right? I know yeah. Batman is DC, but I think Dark Knight Dark Knight is. Was it? Yeah, it should it? be. It's it's a Batman movie. Right. I didn't know if the whole franchise was under yeah. DC, if, or if some of those offshoots were. Not all Batman like, too should dark be under DC. For DC. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. How come DC can't get their lighting right? I can't watch half the movie because it's a black screen. Like whenever I think of like Marvel, I think of like awesome movies, and then whenever I think of DC, I think of like Shazam. <laughs> yeah, like Shaz- <laughs> what, see, that, what's bad though is Shazam's one of their better. Movies. Yeah, actually, that was like pretty. That's easy. my point. I guess. Yeah, there, that's, 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 that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, 
Hey everybody in the chat. Let me let me say hi to you guys real quick uh, before we get started here, and then I want to tell you guys something too. What's up, Thomas? Hey, Christopher Taylor. What's up, Red? I saw you on uh, Jason's um, uh, live last night, and didn't know you were doing that. That was cool. Um, hi, Kim. <laughs> hey, Bud Soda. Uh, hey, Kevin Hawthorne. What's up, Sessy? Josh, how are you? Um, Gigan, how are you? Uh, Rick. Rick still, I still, you know, one, somehow Rick, we're going to have to connect because it's summertime. I'm usually all over the mountains and you're like, I mean, you are a distance from me, but you're only like three and a half hours. From me. I'll be out that way at some point, I'm sure. Um, but uh, Josh, I already said, hey to you and uh, Cruz and Dasher, what's up? And Holly, what's up? And uh, before we get in, guys, I, I want to say something that if you, if you haven't ever watched, uh, um, Friday's Driver Nation. Please watch it tomorrow. It is the final episode. Um, the radio station has, Tom has let it go to the guy that he got invested with. Um, so however they were working that out is that the other guy, he just, he just needs a break from it. It's been a lot. It's been a, a hard, hard work. Um, he's had it over a couple of years now and he's been putting everything he had into it. And um, I can just tell you like, when we do that show on Friday night, he doesn't just say the words. He's not, he's not just trying to like put this out there. He's being honest that uh, this, that's his favorite time of the week, not only because his week is ending, but because he actually enjoys doing that show with us. And so it's, it's kind of a bittersweet uh, um, thing. And Tom and I, we, we spoke today <laughs> and we, we will still do occasional things. He just needs a break for a while. And he won't have the radio station, but he'll still come on. And anytime he wants to ever do one, we'll do one. I mean, so it's not like it has to be done forever. It's just not going to be a weekly thing. And it's probably for a while going to have a hiatus. So, um, but so our point was, and he kind of didn't even want to do tomorrow. I actually talked to him and I said, you know what? So many things add on, end on a bad note or, you know, you just, you, you like, if you invest into a TV show or something, it just ends horribly. And you're just like, that is just, I can't believe this. Um, you know, it's, I feel like this, we've had so much fun with this, that this could just end on an awesome note and that doesn't happen all that often. So we're going to have anybody that's been on like Kim Hannibal, all of you guys are welcome. Even just stop through for like five minutes. I'm going to post the link, come say what up and, uh, you know, just, uh, come check it. If you've ever checked it out, come check it out. Say hi in the chat. I'm sure Tom would appreciate it. He really put his, uh, blood sweat and tears into this so it's going to be bittersweet but it's good we're going to make it fun and uh yeah um he won't be gone he'll just he's going to hiatus for a minute and then he'll still be on some youtube stuff guys but it's all good uh we'll move into some different things and it's summer so ah uh, yeah we'll figure out what to do with friday after summer is over <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I mean, actually, you know, to be honest, like a little hiatus, and I'm not saying, because I love that show too, and I know Gary does, and Tom, yeah. we all do. I know that jo a lot of people in here love that show. I even, I had Holly text me about like, oh, I can't believe that's ending. My mom texted me. That's like my my mom's favorite show. Uh. <laughs> she likes Tom, so I don't know. Everybody likes Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom. Um. So I was going to play a video clip, but it's it's like six minutes and I don't want to play the whole thing. We'll save it for tomorrow because I'm in the first half. I'm, we should go through a couple things tomorrow. And we'll, 
it's actually they're talking about the Julie Sue nomination is what the video is. And he just outright busts her on everything. And if you remember now, she's she's supposed to be in charge of labor for this entire country. And they've been kind of pushing this along and he explains it very well. So tomorrow we'll play that video. You'll get to hear it. But he talks in his interview when he's like grilling her in session. He's he's asking her, you know, what what did you vote on Prop 22? Now, mind you, she was she was the AG of California at that time. And so they were like, well, where did you vote on uh, on Prop 22? And she says, quote, I don't remember. Not kidding. She did not remember where she voted after he explains Prop 22. He fully does in like one minute. He explains, okay, remember, it's this proposition that allowed the gig companies to, she's like, I don't remember. Then he says, um, how did you vote on AB5 or what were your feelings on that? And she's like, I don't remember. It sounded like, like a complete congressional grilling where they just don't give any answers. But it wasn't that. It was just a committee hearing. And she was like literally saying all this. And this is who we want to put in charge. And then again, the last thing is that don't forget, she um, she lost the state of California 32 billion, not million, billion dollars during the pandemic um, to fraud. And it made it so the people who needed assistance during the pandemic did not get the money they were told they'd get because she allowed an old system to get dis to get attacked so many different times that it, it ended up being thirty two billion dollars. <laughs> Disco, it kills. Kim, what do you got going on over there, girl? <laughs> Kim's house is haunted. She just all of a sudden was like, "You know what? I'm tired of AB five. Let's like, get what down." The heck? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try that again. But I do want to, while I'm on that note, though, I, I do want to, I do want to at least tell you guys this. I want to, I want to read you what the, because here's the thing. I do want to at least, <laughs> like having an epileptic ooh, seizure. Ooh, ooh, if you're seizure prone, guys, we're sorry. We're just going to turn it off now. <laughs> control box. What are you doing? I can't figure it out. I've never had it stroke like that before. <laughs> like, what's the buttons? Up? Is there a plus? Am I? Yeah, you probably got one that says like fade, strobe. No. There's a brightness smooth. one, a swirly one, and I don't know what that one is. Yeah, yeah. see, here's here's Rick talking about it from when before he left California. So he got he lost ten thousand dollars of unemployment. This happened to a lot of people, you guys. It's kind of like eighty five. But she's she's gonna get in. <laughs> None of this matters. I think she's well, gonna get in anyway. I mean, you know how it works. Well, I mean, I, I hope because... she, I hope it's enough. Because there have been some nominees that were for other positions that they had. To, like there was so much scandal, it was so much level of incompetence. I forgot one of them that was recent that yeah. they, they, they that guy couldn't get nominated. Hopefully, because to lose that much money, you you shouldn't be in charge of anything. That's yeah. too much money lost. Due to, well, I mean, you know. and all the states did lose some money. To be in all fairness, because we were all was it COBOL programming, Gary? I don't know. It was whatever was in seventy two. Most of the systems yeah. in, were designed in 1972 for unemployment. So when they made the PUA, let, let me let me say something. I was not born in 1972 at all. I, in I'm fact, really, eight, eight years from there. Programming language was at that time is what <laughs> I, most. I don't know. I was. I think it's. I, I think born. it's COBOL. I'm not yeah. sure. 
Yeah, Cobalt was probably around there. Okay, so it so it was all programmed in Cobalt, and what instead of redesigning the system like it needed anyway, every state did a workaround. Some states worked, some states didn't, but it definitely allowed attacks. And if anybody remembers, during that time, trying to get on the phone with the government was crazy. I mean, like there were like 35, 40-day waiting periods to get a call back for three minutes because um, we were dealing with a lot of that kind of stuff. But what I wanted to read here is what Julie Sue wants. So because the you guys know that the rule change went into effect in May, but because she isn't kicked into place yet, it's now October 1st. So the rule change will go into place on October 1st with or without Julie Sue. She is only a temporary uh, labor person right now. Um, she will have that position only until about 30 days before October 1st. So she'll actually be out if they don't get a vote. Um, so if they can just keep pushing it or whatever. But if she gets in, here's how she wants. And I, and I say this because we're about to talk about DoorDash deactivations and other things that I know Kim talked about last night that are really affecting our arena. But if you don't understand the big picture is still there. And I just don't want anybody forgetting that. Like, oh, whatever happened to that? Well, it's it's still there and it's coming it's just what form will it come in based on who is going to be in control. What Julie Sue wants, she actually put it out here. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it sounds like way too many, these are too vague. This, this is basically just going to be to the determination of each person. So the factors that will determine um, if you are, if the National Labor Relations Board is going to consider you under the new rule change an independent contractor the extent of control the employer exercises over the details of your work whether the work is usually done under the direction of employer or without supervision whether the worker is engaged in a distinct occupation or business how much skill is required in the in the particular op occupation whether the employer supplies the tools and the, the place of work, the length of time for which the worker is employed, um, the method of payment, whether by the hour or on the job, and whether the work is a part of the regular business of the employer. Now, in my opinion, being a pre-gig app independent contractor, this just killed every way of independent contracting I know, literally. I mean, it just, it's really down to the determination. But I mean, like that very last one, it used to, remember, you know how it's the B prong in the ABC test, the B prong you can't pass. All these could be to determination, you can't, that last one, whether the work is a part of the regular business of the employer. That never happens. That's why they have contractors. <laughs> right, but they're saying that if it is the work, no, so if it is the work, the regular business of the employer and you're performing it, you need you're to an be employee. an employee. Right, yes. that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's never going to happen, though, because that's why they hire contractors. Right, but this is be, the rule they, change that removes right. the, the right. So everybody this, this, is, this, is how they are, this is how she wants to determine if you're a contractor. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Nobody's going to be a contractor anymore. Nobody. I mean, like, dude, this is what for this is eight points. We had an ABC test that we were complaining about. She just changed a six point, which I thought was too many. And she's doubling down. She made it eight points now. 
I mean, she's like she's put the nail in the coffin. She is not letting anybody. Why do you why do you think that they want everybody to be employees? I mean, clearly because union is at eleven percent of of the economy is in a union right now. That that used to be in the upper twenties, thirties. I mean, that's that's whole the entire Biden and far far left and medium left agendas. You have to have some union money coming in. You can't be like just bank, going bankrupt with unions. But also, I just sure believe I just believe that <laughs> no, I just believe that they actually don't trust us to do our taxes is a big portion of it i think that they think a lot of us manipulate the system here's my thing though is that i don't think it takes being an independent contractor to manipulate you can file your taxes incorrectly as a w-2 just as easy yeah i was gonna say that same thing like and like a lot of contractors they they do taxes wrong i mean we ask your fiance she'll tell you yeah you well, know. but a lot of everybody do their taxes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of everybody does. Even but, the smartest of people, if they're but I mean, contractors like contractors always write off stuff that we know they blatantly cannot write off. Yeah, you know, and so W two, they're going to write off some stuff as well that they're not allowed to write off, but not not as bad as contractors by far. Yeah, I mean, this is a. I, I actually will let me see if I I'll put this after we move to one of these other stories. I'll put this link in because if you guys want to actually take a look at this, it's actually an article that you should you should read if you don't mind taking a couple minutes because it is going to affect anything you want to do. This is kind of it even ties into some of that like you can't make over six hundred dollars without reporting it now, like on eBay this year. Um, you know, like the old threshold, <laughs> the old threshold was like eighteen thousand down to six hundred. So now, if you have a garage sale and make seven hundred bucks, you have to declare it. I mean, you don't. Yeah, but, if they can prove it, I mean. But I'm just saying, like, dude, that wasn't a thing before because you could have a garage sale for three grand and just that was okay because it was an income stream that fell below the the threshold of getting right, rid of. But other do you items, actually so. think that they have the system in place this following year for that? Because that's why they pushed it back is because they realized, crap, we don't have nothing in place for this. Right, but they said next year. I mean, as far as Marissa knows, too, like next year you gotta. You know, they said this year we're going to wave, but next year be ready for it. You're going to have to do it. I mean, how many years can they just go? Never mind. <laughs> as many as it takes to get their system up and running. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wanted to share that with you guys because for all the hardships that we see in the gig economy, that's the biggest one right there. This happens. It doesn't matter what the apps are doing because <laughs> the problem, then the problem rolls into every state immediately and it's, you know, it, it's going to be franchise employees. And I saw Hannibal's video this week about, or yesterday or whatever, about employees on DoorDash. And, you know, I, I know he's right there on understanding it too. And we're watching, I mean, we can move into this right now. We, we're watching New York City um, do something that I think is horrible. I, I've been looking at a lot, of, a lot of threads and things on this too, on how delivery drivers feel about it. It seems like everybody's not down with it. Talking about the minimum wage? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, it's weak, it's, dude. It, it, for New York seems like no one really won with with the situation. It it it's not as much money as I think the people who fought for it wanted, because uh, it's seventeen dollars and ninety six cents uh, starting uh, July twelfth. That's not enough to live anyway. So, right, and as we talk as we talk about when you make a minimum wage. You, <clears throat> 
sort of made a maximum wage where people who were like the people who, who won were people who weren't really good at it, right? That <laughs> didn't make the $11 an hour, as they said, $11 an hour. They, they, they found that kind of research. I don't know who was working and only getting $11 an hour, but that's the research they was using. See, that's um, the unions that find those type people, though. No, they, they go they, find those people who make can't make anything. Well, they're yeah. saying that the, the the bumps it up from seven oh nine per hour right now. Yeah, yeah. again, I mean, who's worth <laughs> yeah, that number? Who was making that much, a little bit of amount of money? So, uh, so this is in New York City, not the state. Right. So if you go upstate, mm-hmm. you go uh, Long Island. You're not. That's it's only in New York City. So there's an estimated sixty thousand uh, delivery workers who, and that's probably on the low end, but. 60,000 uh, will increase to $17.96 per hour before tips starting January, oh, Jerry, July 12th. And then it will rise to um, $20.90, uh, $19.96 by uh, April 1st. 2025. So of 2025, 2025. though. Yeah. 2025. And, that's and it's supposed to, it should, will increase um, with inflation. So it's supposed to keep up with inflation or something. Like right. That. But so, I saw somewhere down there, it was like 23 or something that they were going. I mean, again, it just shows, I see weakness in this. And I feel like they're not doing the dashers a favor or the Uber Eats people a favor because I feel like the ones who don't have this problem which are the people hustling and getting things done. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that this doesn't fix it because you're getting the people, and I don't mean to be a jerk here, but you're getting the people who are whining about earnings like we all whine. But some of that whining you got to keep to yourself, man. Come on. Like, yeah. if you, like we've, I think all of us here have said, if you can't make it work, pivot. Do something else, man. Like, And I'm not saying from all the gig apps. Like Kim always says, have all the gig apps on. So, or at least like active, like and whatnot. So, I mean, like, there's the, all these theories on what you can do, but if you can't make one work, you're not going to be able to just make it work. You can't just yeah. turn it on and say, I'm going to wait till it's good. If it's that bad that you're going to just complain every day, you, then it's not working. But this was a unique situation that is in New York City where a lot of people fought for this. Right. Uh, it wasn't, it, it was definitely the push from um, this group. Uh, lost the I can't pronounce I can't pronounce Spanish at all. I'm terrible, but they pushed this. They wanted way more than they got. Seven. They didn't did not want eighteen dollars. Right. They wanted way more. So this didn't help. This kind of helped the people who really did not do well doing a lot of these apps. Obviously, Uber and DoorDash and GrubHub are pretty annoyed. They said it's going to increase um, the price of the goods and potentially reduce jobs. Um, some people say it wasn't enough and some people say you're going to even make less money because I would say if once everyone knows that everyone is getting 17, 18 dollars an hour, who's going to tip? Why are you going to tip? It's like, Hey, you're already getting paid. And, (laughs) and minimum wage in New York city is $15. So there are people out there working minimum wage jobs, ordering DoorDash. They're like, you're making more than me. I'm not going to give you more money. So I think the maximum may, it, the minimum and the maximum are going to be very close. Uh, people who are probably making $25, $30 an hour, not going to make that much anymore. See, that's it, and it, that's what happened to Rideshare in New York City when they did this kind of thing. The people yeah. who can earn and, do, and have done this and are doing pretty well <laughs> are the ones who will get screwed. And, and nobody really ends up in the good. I mean, I, to be honest, I was just looking at this and thinking to myself, 
like watch watch DoorDash do something like what is it 1796 per hour right watch DoorDash do something that's like give the hourly rate out at 18 well they still, they watch still that have mind the trick of four cents work on people and then they get all the analytics and who's and they can dish out all the bad orders and everything yeah the city still um, giving them the two payment options either the hourly weight or per trip basis, probably going to be per trip basis, Sim similar to, I guess, Prop 22. You're, you're only getting paid when you are on uh, active. Uh, active. Um, it's, it's going to be highly unlikely they're going to choose the first option. I'll, I'll, I'll turn on the app right now and, and I'll just be hanging out. I'll get right, paid. Right, right. Hourly. Like, that's not, that's going to happen. So that this is no, where it's, it's it says the app, if it'll only pay the active minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it looks like no one's happy. So I don't know if it's no one's happy. That means. It's all like a business means, as usual. That means the you know? gov government's happy if no, but none of the other parties are happy. Yeah, Uber's <laughs> happy. Uh, the workers are, I think, mixed. I think the people definitely who check out our content and check out channels are not happy about it. They realize like this is not enough. But uh, you know, there are many people who do want something like this happening in their city. It may not be overwhelming in terms of like uh, you know a lot like 60, 40, but it's a, it's a good amount of people. And those are people who are going to their representatives and saying, I don't get paid enough. They're taking advantage of us. And yeah. we can also admit that these companies do try, at least, to take advantage and manipulate their uh, the workers that are doing these platforms. So this is this is going to, you know, you got New York doing it. I mean, you already started with California, New York. Usually the two, these are the two biggest uh, places. People start yeah, to start to follow. Yeah, start to follow what's happening with the major cities. Mm -hmm. So this is going to, this is going to spread nationwide in my opinion now mm -hmm. see here's here's my thought on this is the people that complain that they're not making enough money <laughs> and they want like an hourly guarantee they're expecting to be paid just to sit and do nothing but then when they actually get it and they're like oh i still have to work they're like this yeah, is crap i'm <laughs> the same way gary i i strongly feel like the people who are fighting for this won't do it even yeah. now like now okay is this a win they're gonna go. This isn't a win after expenses. I'm making like twelve bucks, man. Right. And, and they're and gonna lot, say this didn't do the, anything for me. Many of the people who they like, especially when you watch a lot of the commercials or a lot of the the talks that you see the the you know union uh, workers or union representatives, they're showing a lot of people that are from um, you know South America. They are working hard. They're from. They're not. You know, and they they'll show their earnings. Either they don't understand that they can decline, they can multi-app a little bit more aggressively, they don't have to be, or at least cherry pick more aggressively. They just accept everything. And because they're making enough, you know, they're making more money than they ever have when they weren't here. Either you're coming from Mexico, you're coming from all, you know, these guys work really, really hard. So this was a really good uh campaign. At least the, the narrative was these guys are working 12-hour shifts in all the weather. They're not in cars, most of them. Then e-scooters, e-bikes, they're on mopeds, they're delivering food through the pandemic. These guys deserve more than what you're providing. So that that was a very you know pow powerful narrative to push. And this is where we are, where again, most people are probably gonna be making less money, but the people who again really were terrible at this, making eleven bucks an hour, now they will make seventeen dollars or eighteen dollars an hour. Right. And instead of just finding a, a platform that pays, they just keep doing the same crappy yeah. platforms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's they never exactly what's happening. Their mistakes. It's, 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 it's it's also, like they, make, they make enough money where they can send money back home. 
They don't know that they're they can do so much more. They're like, well, this the apps I'm using, I'm, I, I probably they probably have 100% acceptance rate, not all of them, and I just take them and I. But like that, you could do much more than they currently are doing. So they try to run to the representatives and say, hey, help us out. We, you know, these guys are working all these hours. They deserve more. And I think that's where we are right now. Right. So it says here also, though, that this is kind of going to what you said, Hannibal, is that the DCWP is actually, they're, they're saying that using DoorDash's estimate only works if you, or only works if you don't count the time dashers are waiting idly. But they actually look like they are going for that. I don't, it already seems like the agreement's made and they screwed themselves out of that. But yeah. they like they're kind of pointing out here that, you know, if the DoorDasher spends six hours of a 10 hour shift on trips, um, they need to end up with that 40% of what the DCWP found is um, uh, waiting idle. And they, they should be earning on that time. I don't agree with I mean, so I think now you're getting lunatic. Wait, so they're gonna earn a dollar. No, per they're hour. not, but there's a but there was a big push for this. I can, that's probably why they came up with an agreement. But my thing is is when they did this with Rideshare, they said 28 bucks. I mean, at least it sounded somewhat better. Like to me, this if you're not making that in New York City, like why are you even doing it? But who in so like is- like Gary said, when they do when this does happen, <laughs> why would you why would you keep doing it? Because this is where the floor meets the ceiling. We'll be but hearing this from a lot of people in New York. Who in New York City can survive on $17 an hour? So yeah, that, that's the thing, too. That's like my point. That, that number, still not enough. I, mean, I, I would say to, to be comfortable in New York City, you should be making about $30 an hour. You know, And if yeah. hopefully if you have a two-family home, then if, if both people are making near at least six figures, then, you know, I mean, that's, you know, that's how I'm comfortable. <laughs> you know, like, I, you know. That's how it works. I mean, the two, to, the key to surviving in New York City is to get married and hopefully one of you work for the city so you get good <laughs> benefits, you get good pay, don't have a car. If you have those three, you can survive and be really comfortable in New York and, City. And make six figures. Did you and hear that? Well, yeah, but that's six obviously. Figures. Yeah. Six, six figures. figures. Six figures. Six figures in Oklahoma, you'd be rich. Yeah, you have a mansion. <laughs> not if they're all zeros. <laughs> yeah, not if they're all zeros. But um, I'm wondering, like, um, do you think this will discourage multi-apping? Was this uh, also like if, if no, if we talked about one, you know, we talked about this whenever it rolled out in California. They're still not stopping stopping the multi-apping out there with their Prop 22 stuff. So you get paid from two different platforms at the same exact time for active time, but. Notice what DoorDash has been doing last couple of uh, days. It seems like they're pushing so much changes uh, quickly with the completion rate needs to be is bumped up now from 80 to 90. Um, starting Which, think, by, think by the month, way, yeah, you said I think it was your video that's yeah, it was your video that said that um, we'd get a reset. I don't do that much dashing, but I didn't get a reset. Oh, the reset probably didn't happen yet. No, oh, it's only, it's, it's only going to be in certain markets, anyways. I thought it yeah? was to, well. I thought it's to any market that's going to go to the ninety. Yes, I'm right. assuming, if your I, market's I was, going to ninety, they're resetting your completion right. to hundred. Yeah, yeah, and then you know the tier dasher rewards that they're, they're they they rolled out at least in some places right now. So I think DoorDash, at least it's DoorDash, knew this was going to happen. They they realized. I mean, obviously the law was passed. A year, a year ago in New York, it just didn't figure out the exact number. So they they knew this was going to happen. I think a lot of the things they're currently doing 
putting more squeeze on or at least more control because well now they're you know responsible for paying hourly hourly rate like so of course you're gonna have more control it may go up to 95 percent completion rate like you can't turn down orders we're paying you go and do them we you have to wait you have to wait the 20 minutes a half an hour at this right. mcdonald's we get have a guarantee done. for you yeah you got the guarantee so you better get this done quickly so the more you ask to act like an employee or at least have those kind of benefits, that's more control that they will have on you. So like, we're definitely not independent contractors. This is, we are misclassified. Uh, we like, there's no way we you could be considered independent contractor. Well, and, and that's that new, that new thing, uh, that new uh, pr program that they got rolling out. We talked about last night on cams. I bet you that hits all these markets too, especially New York, the, the gold, silver and plat. I guarantee you that it's one New York first because you got to you got to guarantee you already have to have your ninety percent completion rating. So yep. why wouldn't they roll that out there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I see. Well, I see Red talking about. It. So recently, you've said recently you've heard about dashers with CR in the low eighties, right? So <clears throat> the thing that Hannibal said on his video is that. I th but I also think that maybe I had those dates a little messed up too because it's July fourth, right? Is when this. Maybe it was it right it's after something, the weekend yeah, it's of something the July. I don't have the email on me, but yeah, it's like, yeah, July, it's like, like the fifth, maybe after, or the six. fifth, the day after. Yeah. So I'm so, assuming if you're aggressive, you're like one of those aggressive multi-appers where like I, I took this one thing, but this other thing is way you know, it gives me more money. I'm I'm out. You may not be able to do that as often as you were. So I understand people should not have super low completion ratings. I think that's the one thing that you have you have the most control. Don't Put yourself in those positions, but some of sometimes you you'll have a bad day, right? Like it's just bad luck. Like every like maybe two, three orders, and maybe the night, like damn, what the hell's going on? I'm wasting my time. I got on the sign. So now you may have to wait a little bit. Like okay, I can't put myself in this position to put it under. Now you're, you're gonna have to make sure it's something that you really want to unassign. Like like here's a if I show up and you know it's six dollar order, seven dollar order, and they tell me oh it's gonna be fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'm on assignment. Yeah, I, I don't care, and and I've been at 81 percent before. I never go below 80. You know, I make sure I stay above that. But you know, if it's if it's like that kind of day, I'm not waiting. Yeah, just not. Or or discouraging that you know we all know where you get the stack and you get two orders and one is probably not tipping. Right. And we at this point we all know how to unassign it. Yeah, <laughs> you may not be able to, you know what I mean? So they're 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 putting the more control because they see what's happening with all this legislation. They realize, okay, well, to get this the kit to keep the orders going, we'll put more control for you guys. I mean, JP is saying here that um, you know, most of what's being said here, if this happens, then dashers are not independent contractors, but they are because these are see. I agree with you, JP. By definition, it wouldn't be, but these are the agreements that are being made. Well, but he, he he's saying that if they do all these all this stuff, then they'll New York will eventually come back and say, "Hey, they're no longer independent contractors; they're employees." But see, yeah. I mean, like with Seattle, don't you think that a lot of these things that are happening are kind of like making deals to at least for like some time period before they can be revisited? I don't know. You know, because you're also there. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry to jump in, but it's possibility that you know comp these companies may try to pursue legal action. Yeah. Um, usually, and sometimes they always do it like the last minute, like right before. So check check right before I think was it uh, um, July 12th. Check you know July 11th. 
that they may you know try to drop something to stop this from happening. So you know they probably you know flex, may you know they, I'm sure they're trying to figure out what can we do to to prolong you know prolong this or try to do some injunction or something like that. So you know, keep an eye on that. I don't know. I, I got. I, I live in red states, so I got a long time for any of this hits me. <laughs> <Just saying. coughs> well, you you do for now. You're helping it, so. <laughs> Oh no! I got I got an offer today. I told you that. I know, Actually, I saying, accepted an so offer today. So. You're not going to have this double Congrats. residency, man. Yeah, but my Florida house. I'm going back to Florida. It's it's still a red state. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what though. I know I've been really watching a lot of this stuff. I had Kim's um, uh, um, Kim Cavan send me a bunch of videos that I watched today. Actually, that um, this stuff with Julie Sue is really really serious. It, you guys can't take it serious enough is what I'm saying. And she's a moron too. I didn't know what a moron she was. <laughs> I was listening to her talk and I was like, I mean, not just those answers I was talking about in the beginning. She sounds stupid. Like she's stupid. So sorry. <laughs> I'm not, not looking for friends, Julie Sue. So. <laughs> um, Kim, you had, uh, which one were you doing? Oh, you're doing the, the the dude that one of the and this is only one of the guys you guys and because I wanted the reason I put this on here I know we like touched on it real quick, but I put this on here because this is only one of them, and I didn't like part of this this specific new this article either and but I wanted to talk about it. so I want to see what you you bring up and then I want to yeah, mention something so that I thought was very confusing. I'm actually gonna combine two articles into one because I read two separate articles kind of on the same guy in two different perspectives so the one article had this gentleman out of stanford connecticut who he was stupid he had a domestic dispute <laughs> and cops got called to his place of residence the cops came into his place of residence and found stacks of money all over the place and these like metal suitcases that looked like safes so they arrested him on the spot for domestic whatever it is and then they got the fbi involved to find to find out where all of this money was coming from so through their investigation they found out that this gentleman was scamming DoorDash drivers and he, what he was doing is he was ordering food in California to near wherever the restaurant was to a nearby delivery only ordering one item as soon as the dasher picked it up he would actually call the dasher sometimes text the dasher and say we're canceling your order right away and they needed to verify that their account and verify that it is what they who they are and it was a whole phishing scheme that he would send them a link the person would click on the link they would log on to their dasher account according to steve's article which they didn't say in my article what he would do is he would say that your account you won't have access to your account for four days but if you complete x amount of deliveries you'll get 900 dollars. and people fell for it and he got close to one million dollars out of dashers but here was okay here's the most conf 
confusing part of the story for me anyway. Because, okay, first of all, just so you guys know, on Driver Nation last week, we touched on this real quick. Gary will remember. And it was $750 million, first of all. No, or it was $750,000. That's, that's what he had left. Okay, but it was 750000 And the police had already confiscated it the day before. The articles are out. Then, like, four days later, it's nine fifty. Then it's, like, close to, like, why is, wait, what? Because I know they I... use counting machines. Like they tallied that up before they left that room. The other thing is this guy lived in an apartment, didn't look that nice. And this guy has like a million dollars in cash and he has no furniture. He's just got it everywhere. And, but the what thing you, I found really. What furniture for? You got a bane bag filled with cash. No, dude, they were those metal. You can use it as chairs. Like... <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so sketchy, dude. Like, and then, I mean, to, to think about that and being him and staying there and just having cash in this place. And then they walk in, but. Here's the thing. So in, in this article, the police and the investigators on all levels on this are saying it's going to be very, very difficult to, to get the money back to the dasher who performed it. Why? There's a record of everything. Yeah, just give it. Can't they just take the 700 door dashers and go look into their logs and see what was stolen and get it back to them? Just get a warrant for DoorDash and have them go through his accounts and figure out where these he ordered food from. See, the reason I don't like that is because lazy. It it sounds to me like they're going to keep part of this money. Oh, they'll Ooh. keep they'll keep majority of it if, if right because I think if it goes unclaimed for a certain amount of time, they get to keep it, right? Yeah, but I mean, to me, this should be able to be solved. Like literally, I mean, Gary, you know more about this than me, but this should be able to be solved in an hour. <laughs> These oh, are the little, people that a are bit longer money. than an hour. But... <laughs> really, though, I mean, I mean you've I, got seven hundred drivers. I, I would they were say, all robbed. I would say at least five days. It should be okay. solved no no later than five days. But like solved. Yeah. <laughs> like here, here's the people, here's their amounts. Let's I'm get gonna them go money. back to what I always tell everybody, and I've been preaching this for weeks now. Guys cash out every single day because he was specifically targeting, I don't know how he knew, but he was specifically targeting drivers that had over two thousand dollars in their dasher account and then they were out two thousand dollars twenty five hundred dollars like they were out some like serious chunks of chains by him oh, getting I, I doubt money. he knew i just think he was just randomly ordering and whoever fell for it fell for it well then guys please don't but, but, every but single you, day but you gotta but remember he, but gary he the, mean the if, story if you said do the math, though, but the you... story said all these were california drivers that he robbed by the way right yeah so, I mean, I don't know what the meaning, I mean, I don't know what the whole, I mean, like if it sounds to me like if he could have, he would have got other people too, but well, well, I know, the but other I'm scams like, were going on out there too. California drivers, if you ever talk to anybody from California, they're always making good money. And so that's why he probably targeted California. Yeah. I, I mean, the thing is, is like how Kim said it, like he was having, I remember in this article anyway, he, he said that he, he was like, the person was doing a shot. Was it a shop and deliver? And they were doing the shop and he's like, well, just leave the store and go to your car. <laughs> just leave the store she's like, like, she's thinking, okay, what do I got to do? Like, and I know that like Gary even mentioned that this isn't the only guy who's doing this. No, no. no I mean, there's like, we always, we always think that it's, though. we always think it's somebody in India or, you know, somewhere over there. We, we never think it's actually somebody in the U S but I mean, you got to think Russia, Canada, U.S., all these countries probably have these type of scammers. They just do. 
we were actually talking last night. It was kind of funny. We're like, don't these drivers realize that this guy didn't have an accent when they're talking to support and the roosters in the background to know that it wasn't DoorDash? Yeah, like well, maybe if, if, there's, I mean, if there's I mean, one red flag, is sell, there's no maybe. accent. <laughs> I, I, think, I think what, what makes the, the scam effective what is when you are either currently doing something else. You you are either you're already on you're on a dash you're driving you you're juggling many different things, so you get a call, they like you said they notice that the person's actually working, and they'll say these things to to rattle you like oh there's a fraud there's a fraud alert something's happening to your account, and you're not thinking clearly, and obviously obviously you don't watch a lot of YouTube I don't know if I don't know if many of these. People who got scammed watch a lot of stuff that we have. I, I don't. I think most of them do not. Right. So there's no no information. There's nothing there. So you you fall. I mean, scamming makes these scamming uh, people here make billions of dollars a year. Billions. Oh yeah. The people in India, the people here, talking to a lot of the older folks, that they, they, they'll they'll say these things. Something's happened to your account. Get and somehow get access to their computer, go through the key log and get all their banking information. Like this happens every single day to people. More information that we can push out to people is like stop not to fall for these scams the better because it happens every single day. Yeah, but I mean, how many times does the the gig apps have to tell people we will never call you, we will never email you, we will never ask for your password, we will never do this. And, and people still fall. I mean, like I've, I've been doing this seven years and I, I know a lot of companies, a lot of people like to blame the company. Oh, the, the gig companies ain't doing anything to protect us. What else do you want them to do though? I mean, they tell you, don't give out your email. Don't give out your password. Don't give out any pin numbers and you give it out. And then you get mad that you get hacked. Like, yeah. It's, well, I mean, yeah. same, like, it's the same thing as the IRS. If, if you guys aren't all familiar, the IRS or every year around taxes has this same scam going where people call you and they try and get you and, and they actually try and get you to do like the stupidest things to like go to a cash advance station. Yes. The IRS would send, never have send me that. a green dot card number like the IRS ain't doing that. Right. And if you go to the IRS website, it says we will never call you. Yeah, they won't. They and I can testify that they do not call you. Right. So they, they send you a you, certified you le letter call. in the mail. Right. <laughs> and and the way that like some of these that I've heard, like some I've heard some too. I don't know if it was a uh, uh, scammer payback or whatever he is that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's done a couple. Oh, he's of, really like, good. Cracking he's down on really these guys. good. There's a few. Yeah. There's a few of them actually, and it's it's weird because um, you'll think. Hey, you know these these creators that has been you know scamming the scammers. They're they're getting like tons of views. They're still doing it. Like these 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 places. And I I maybe someone can I never really got the answer why India and at least in that particular area, all those call centers that are made for scamming. Why they haven't been shut down? Why America hasn't able to contact and figure this out? Like anyone has anyone has an answer to why they're allowed to continue to scam our elderly folks because, are here because they're not in the united states so it's like <laughs> simple like but i'm saying like, you know how you can at least countries are able to have some you know diplomatic kind of relations hey can you like stop scamming our old people this is this is getting annoying yeah i just don't <laughs> i just don't think it's a priority for international also, government i mean i don't know how familiar everybody is but the political landscape and the landscape itself of india is a nightmare and it's a mess like that government really can't 
help. Yeah. It's not that they want to hurt, but they really are, they have their hands tied on what they can do. Yeah. Um, there are just people who are outside the law and that's just what it is. And, and that's the thing. Like I, I get some elderly people, you know, they're going to be, you know, taken advantage of. But if you're 22, <laughs> well, actually go a little higher. If you're 25 plus at 22, you still might be make the dumb move and go, wait, what? But at that point, if you're 22, call no, your cause, dad. No, because the reason why I say the reason why I say if you're 22, that means you're on TikTok, you're on YouTube, you you've seen videos of people saying don't do this stuff. That's what I'm saying. 22 plus, you you should be like, oh yeah, this is this is a scam. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You I get mean, a weird phone call, you hang yeah. up, call support. Hey, I got this phone call. Or this, you know, and they'll probably tell you that that wasn't us. Very right, good. Yeah, and Steve, <laughs> I don't know. Steve, you probably remember. I'm, these scams were going around for rideshare back in 2015. We would mm-hmm. get a call, pull up to the thing. They'd be like, oh, yeah, this is Uber support. I just... The uh, Phantom Rides. To, yeah, I need you to cancel the ride. I'm like, nope, start the ride and start driving. Yeah, no, and actually that was <laughs> that was part of it. You'll get there... And you'll, and then they'd call you and say, start the ride. And you'd have to do the ride. That was part of the scam. You'd do the ride and they'd tip you big too. And it wasn't like, and they weren't tip baiting you. You were getting the tip, but it was such like, I have a video up on it way back. Like in the beginning of my channel. Oh, no, see, I remember the ones where you get there and they're like, okay, well, we're still going to pay you for the ride, but we need you to cancel the ride. And I'm going to send you a four digit pin, which was of course to get into your bank stuff through Uber. That's the ones okay. I remember. Yeah. And every time I got, every time I got them, I just started the ride and started driving. And I'm like, oh yeah, no pin yet. I don't know what's going on. I I don't know. You know. <laughs> and eventually they just hang up on me because they see on the app that I'm driving. <laughs> you guys, if uh, if if you do get one of these calls about we need to access your account, I'm clearly we've already said it. Don't do it. But if you do get one and you feel like playing with the person for a little bit, um, record it. Yeah. Send it to us. Yeah, send it to us. Send it to DoorDash. Send it to Uber Eats. Send it to whoever and say, hey, man, you got people calling. Make make a YouTube video about it and tag us. Yeah. I mean, mean, letting people know about this kind of stuff is big. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is don't share your passwords. I mean, don't share your emails. I mean, that's the only way you can really get hacked doing these apps is if you share that information. I don't know who shares their passwords. That doesn't even sound like a thing you... I mean, you need to be hit on the head with a mallet if you share your password. <laughs> but don't click on a link. Like, yeah, don't don't click on links either. Yeah, don't click on a link. Just don't do anything, man. Just don't do anything. You know, it, it actually took me a long time to teach my dad that. My dad is, you know, 63, 64, something like that. So he's he's up there and he's not really into technology. And it, it took me a long time to teach him. And he's, he's never had a Facebook. So he's like, oh, I'm, I keep getting these emails for Facebook. I keep clicking the link. I don't know what to do. He wants me to enter an email and password. And I don't have a Facebook. I'm like, Dad, stop clicking links. I was like, stop it. Just don't click it. I was like, if anything, I was like, if it comes from your electric company and says, hey, your bill's past due, guess what? Don't click that link. Go type it in manually into yeah. your browser and log in that way. Don't click any links. Because I guarantee you, if it's that important and there's a link in your email, you get the same stuff if you log in by yourself. However, yeah. if you do live in Maryland and you're near a 7-Eleven, you should go buy a $20 million mega, mega multiplier scratch-off. 
because a DoorDash driver won a million dollars this week. Good for him. Oh, nice. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that, that driver is retired from the from the DoorDash. Oh, game. No, I'm sure he'll do it for fun still. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it for fun. I mean, he's not getting a million, but he'll get a. I don't know. I mean, how, what's the cost of living up there? That might be like well, a couple I years' salary. I, no, you're under. No, it's not there. It's you go under luxury tax with with the stuff, regardless. So you're, I think it's thirty or thirty five percent. Yeah, so he gets seven hundred thousand. Better, better than when he before he got the. Yeah. the so the so he's got about seven years, and he has to be back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he does it wisely. He can and, and move to a different state. Wow, <laughs> he can just invest it in dividends and then live off the dividends for the rest of his life. Yeah, maybe yeah. if he's smart. Yeah, or don't buy a brand new car. Don't get a house. Don't just blow all the money. But you know, a lot of these people who do win lotteries wind up being broke because they do. They, I, they I love watching that show away. on YouTube. I love watching that <laughs> stuff. Like past past millionaires or lotto winners, you know, like they win like ten million and in <laughs> ten years they're broke. They're like, they're like, like the Ow! childhood, right? Yeah. They're like the childhood actor stars. Yeah, I don't like, know what happened, man. That was what doing is great. It? Hammer, who had how many millions and then was bankrupt? And... Yeah, well, I mean, even the athletes, it's like an average, I think it's like three years, they wind up having, or six years, they wind up losing a lot of that money. Well, it's even, much, you know, have you ever heard the story from Shaq? Wherever he first started playing and started getting millions, he, he took no. his first, he got his first million for playing basketball, right? He's like, oh, yeah, I was, I was going here, I was buying. I bought my mom a card, got it home, and my dad was there. He was like, well, where's my car? So I went back out, bought him a car, and, you know, <laughs> took everybody shopping. I bought a house. And he goes, and, and it didn't even dawn on me until, you know, my accountant called me. He goes, hey, you're broke. <laughs> He's like, how? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and since that point on, Shaq changed how he did business. Yeah. So now look how rich he is. Um. So our friend Gig Life is in the Daily Dot again. He's talking about the. What do you do? Well, oh. he's talking about the Instacart <laughs> Preferred Shopper program, and he says male shoppers are done. <laughs> are done? I've been, I've been, I've been done. 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 We're done. I've been telling you guys. <laughs> you guys are not good at this. You guys can't shop. <laughs> You can't. You guys don't know what you're doing. Yeah, we gotta go uh, this. <laughs> I mean, one of these days, one of these, I'm going to have my wife sit in, uh, for me and have her scream and complain about how terrible male shoppers are. <laughs> you know what? I'm the only shopper for my son and I. Pretty good, <laughs> pretty, well, he, well, he has no I'm choice. A, yeah, I'm a good shopper too. But I mean, how, how does how does having preferred shoppers mean men are done? Because some women might want a man to shop. I don't know if you've seen how many, like, I know Kim has, by the way, she's laughed. I don't know if you've seen all the articles that have been out or TikToks that have been out that says that are people like saying like men don't know how to replace an item. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to cancel all men from now on. There's like TikTokers out there. Like every time I use a man, he's like, they're out of mustard. Do you want ketchup instead? It's like, yeah. I'm like, no, we're not like that. That's stupid. It's a big That's... produce um, issue out there too. <laughs> you supposedly yeah, you guys they don't know. know they, they don't know what certain fruits or vegetables look like. It's a whole thing, man. You, you know they're what? All those... standing there trying to find okra. Like... Yeah, you know. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, here's the thing, though. It's it's not, and and it's not that men really suck at shopping. Is 
we don't want to spend that damn time looking for that crap. Yeah, we're, we're so, rusting. yeah, yeah. We're, so we're I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look like it's in this store anywhere. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's out of stock. That, and I, I might not even be in the right section for that stuff. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that <laughs> is defending you, Gary. Yeah, I don't, like, yeah, I don't, I don't find know. it funny. I actually, for my dumpling plants, I work really hard. I'm in good contact with them, and I don't, you know, I don't screw up. I don't just leave something undone. Well, yeah, for like, something like dumpling, yeah, where, where you're getting all the money, yeah. But, okay, if I'm on a $6, $7 shop and deliver, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> if if I don't find that in 30 seconds of hitting that aisle, it's I'm not out. there. It's I not would hope there. that if you don't tip, you're not allowed to prefer shoppers. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, no tippers shouldn't be allowed to prefer And the problem shoppers. is that the woman knows that that place intimately. They know the market. And so when you say something is not there and they're like, I've been here 10,000 times. I know it's there. Why? Like all of a sudden you can't find it. Then, and, it, and also the shopper could be correct. It's not there. But she's like, I've been there all the time. I shop there all the time. It's there. So I think that's it's a little bit of stereotyping. I mean, it, all jokes I aside, actually, it's a bit of a stereotype. Do you guys have, have dollar, you, you guys have dollar generals in your area, right? All of yeah. you? One of okay. them, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're terrible. Like I don't care what you, you can tell me, it's there all day long. They do not have everything lined up like a Walmart. So no, it's no. it's thirty seconds, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you I, get. I actually, what Hannibal said actually happened to me a couple months ago. A customer, they were they. Have you guys have heard this? Because I've never even heard of this. They were looking for things like bone marrow of some sort. In the meat section, I couldn't. I looked up and down. I even like asked the sales associate. I was like, "Listen, I'm looking for this," and he's just like, "No, I don't know what you're talking about." It. So I was texting the customer. I'm sorry, they're out of this. And she texted me back. I know exactly where it's at. You're lazy and you don't want to get it for me. And I'm like, Ooh. "Okay, cancel." <laughs> it, it, it's a bone. It's a bone. Thank you, Thomas. We yeah, try and be I was smart. Like, Really? It, it, it kind of looks like it, you know, it kind of looks like the uh, like if you take a ham and you take that centerpiece, that's kind of what it looks like. Well, that's what I was looking for. And, and but it's they, typically they it's typically wrapped by the deli itself <laughs> in, in like the deli section is typically where you find it. Yeah, you know? they didn't have it. I asked like five yeah. different associates and they all looked at me like I was. So crazy. just so you guys know, Bud Soda is a very good shopper because he got a notification. <laughs> <laughs> that's gary, good donna says awesome. that gary is the better shopper i am i'm, okay. I'm great no, at but, shopping but okay, okay. It's, it's not that i Taylor suck at shopping his shipped customers yeah. love him holly says i am the exception but I think <laughs> <laughs> so holly's like they do. steve is good he's one of the good ones <laughs> uh sessie doesn't like to shop um, oh, i don't like to shop either for my, customers my point is is this is bs like this is crap, man. What do you mean? You're saying like men men are just as good shoppers as women? Yes. I'm saying there's there's bad women shoppers on the on the app too. Oh, there definitely is. I'm sure they are. <laughs> See, you're I'm not sure they though. Are. <laughs> yeah, somebody's gonna give you 30 seconds to find the item and then not, then mark it not there. I, I mean, my, yeah. The only issue I have when you when I'm shopping or not shopping, I don't, I don't shop, but order because that's what happens. I'm either dealing with they'll have a, a a female face or a name, and then a guy is coming and dropping the stuff off, and the girl she's still in the car, so it's like the family thing, which is fine. 
but it is a little weird because you're expecting a woman because that's what it says on the app. Um, but in terms of like big silly mistakes, things being packaged wrong, yeah, I haven't dealt with that with a woman, unfortunately. I'm I'm, I'm assuming you know eventually it's going to happen, uh, but it hasn't happened yet. So this week we had two incidents. Um, one on Instacart, driver charged with leaving child in hot vehicle while shopping. Jesus. And then we have a mom who left her toddler in uh, in the closet at the house while I she was doing DoorDash. Um, Wait, she left her in the closet? What, doing yeah. what? Yeah. Again, was she shopping? Because I'm going to point out this, this mom is a horrible <laughs> shopper and horrible mom. Yes. Okay, so I like, I doubt she's a good shopper. She can't even. She's, she's not, not a good. Not a good. Not a good person. <laughs> I mean, that would be funny. Not. It's not funny, but you know, you're an excellent shopper, but terrible. Yeah. But I mean, it is. It is really bad. Like it's Augusta, Georgia. It's the Augusta Press. I think it's Augusta, Augusta Georgia. Um, it says um, a Grovetown mother uh, left her 22 month old son in a locked closet for hours while delivering DoorDash. That is just disgusting. Um, authorities used a ladder to get inside the woman's oh. apartment on Saturday night to rescue the child who was found sleeping in the closet wrapped in a blanket and surrounded by trash oh somebody other somebody small turned her ass in that he could have that he could have choked on yeah somebody wow. turned her in that's what it what was wrong with people or he was yelling he's no I said he was months. sleeping said he was sleeping okay but he, he may have been yelling before they got the there like yeah he's gonna cry dude yeah. <laughs> help it i mean either either way i'm glad have a that real they good did system it. you don't have a lot of choice i mean really they should just kicked in the front door yeah i don't know yeah i agree with that i can i mean i don't know why they say they did that maybe they saw the door open and they just thought it was easier uh, like a sliding doors i don't know but that would even make it worse that means she left a sliding door open if the kid got out of the closet <laughs> i hate this mom on all counts by the way <laughs> she shouldn't uh, she needs to go um but then yeah the instacart uh, guy too so where was this one if i can remember um it was a Publix. uh the uh an instacart shopper who left his okay now we're going to talk about a bad guy shopper here we go and a bad dad apparently yep an Instacart shopper who left his infant in a hot car and went uh, into the supermarket to shop has been arrested. You know, okay, well, he's arrested. The other girl should be shot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe they both should. I don't know. Like this is this is just ridiculous, though. This is like, I mean, I won't even leave my dog in the car because of the heat. I'm no. definitely not going to leave a child in the car. What is wrong with people? I just keep saying yeah. that. What is wrong with people? And, so many and things. So he, many things. These are repre like these are stories that are out in like news about people doing this stuff. Like this isn't me. I don't want to be associated with these morons. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I guess nobody would say this, but has anybody ever left their kid in the car? <laughs> Never. I think I have, but not like a toddler or infant, but you know, yeah, but we've kid. seen them get stolen or almost. 
we've seen. I think the Waze app are used to remind, like, have a reminder when you when you finish the, the GPS and like, don't forget your child in the car if you have one. <laughs> it's like, thanks, thanks, Waze. Thanks for the reminder. Thanks like, for the reminder that I have a child. Yeah, my car, my car reminds me to check my back seat, and there's nobody ever in my back seat, but my car still tells me because people are dumb enough that they've left people in the back seat. Yeah. So the manufacturer is like, hey, we got to help out these idiots and tell them to check their back seats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Both these people are morons. There's no two ways about it. I mean, the, the, the door dasher put the kid in the closet and then said, okay, time to go dash. Like, wow. Wait, is that, like how think, is that how you think it is? Or do you think she was sitting on the couch and, and is like, oh, big order, baby, closet, go. Or she just <laughs> always keeps him in the closet. It was like, oh, big order, and she didn't even check on him. I don't know, dude. I just, I hate this person all the way around. People like that, people like that should never be able to have kids ever again. And they should go to prison forever. (laughs) I agree. They just should. Just put them in prison. (laughs) I mean, they're apparently no good for society. We're just can't trust them. Let's let's be honest. Do we, any of us want to flip the prison bill on these people? Let's just send them to Epstein Island and let them. (laughs) I mean, we can deport them. We should be able to deport the United States people. Like if you get charged for something that stupid, we should just be able to send you to another country. Make you cross the Southern border. Good good luck in Russia. (laughs) You got to leave. The scary thing, though, is the kid. The poor kid is going to be traumatized at the age of 22 months now for how, like, forever. Do you think he will, though? What? Yeah, probably. He'll probably be scared of the dark or something. I mean, if they get the kid away from this mom and he's at that age and he. The kid doesn't have other family members to go to. So now he's in foster care and he's scarred that he's scared, scarred and scared that way, too. Like, it's. The poor kid. I feel so bad for the poor kid. As, and and most likely he do, actually doesn't probably have somewhere to be because otherwise he wouldn't have been in the closet if she had a family member or something that could have taken care of him. Or she was just dumb. and didn't Yeah, she's just somebody. dumb making bad decisions, yeah. not thinking clearly. I'm sure there's someone in that person's life that she could have figured, you know. I don't the know, whole idea is, oh, pay, pay, you know, childcare is expensive, but you can't be that stupid. I mean, I, I've never understood how people forget their kids in the car ever. Like, yeah. so I, I can't even justify some some dumbass leaving their kid in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you go forty six miles? Uh, for thirty four ninety eight on Instacart, doing no. twenty four twenty four items, twenty seven units. Oh, psh, no a heartbeat. You'd go forty six miles for thirty four ninety eight. Yeah, a heartbeat, man. I'm just. And, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. I, I say better. this. Be, I say this because this person <laughs> took it. <laughs> so it's actually thirty one fifty nine for the batch, and I have personally, I got to tell you, I've never seen a batch. For thirty-one fifty-nine, or even twenty-one fifty-nine for a hundred items and a hundred units. I don't know what where this is that this happens. Again, it's that Instacart thing that I just don't relate to. But um, there's a three-dollar tip on there, <laughs> and the person did it. Um, Dumbass. I know. And then there, you know, again, daily dot. All these daily dot stories. Uh, oh, it's a viral video from Gig Life again. <laughs> <coughs> He's pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, like, who is taking this? 
that's that's you know what do you do what are you doing you're doing 46 miles each way plus the shop and deliver so okay 27 units isn't going to take you a full hour let's even be nice and call it a half hour 46 miles each way i mean the, the only way i'm doing that is if the drop off is close to my house and i want to go home that's right the only, but why would you be 46 way. miles from home well, i mean maybe you was an uber driver you got drug out i don't know yeah I mean, I'm just saying that the only way that I can see that as a, a yes is if you live right by there and you need to get to your house. Um, so the the customer specifically ordered from Fiesta, which is a Latino supermarket um, that operates in Texas and has 59 locations. Uh, the orders total payout uh for the shopper amounted to roughly 35 38 with the tip including the 24 items or 27 units um but they uh there was something else in here um but there was something about the person was calling like the this person's bothering them too with this three dollar tip Yes, when I see that 127 item order with four cases of water and no tip 11 for 11, these are other people just quoting things in their area, I guess. I can't find it now, but there was something about um, like the person was bothering them. And even in the subtitle, it says, and they got the nerve to threaten you every five minutes. Like underneath the, you know, road trip, anyone, Instacart shopper receives Fiesta order that's 46 miles away. I mean, if they took it, I mean, uh, they did take it. I'm just wondering who does this because 46 miles, let's be honest. I mean, I don't know what of that's highway and what of that is city, but let's, if, if we're being very nice, if we call it 45 minutes, I'm thinking somewhere between there and an hour. So, I mean, if you're even talking 45 minutes that on the nice side, that's an hour and a half and the half hour to shop and deliver. You just worked for two hours and all those miles for, you know, what seventeen dollars an hour? Not good. I guess that's what New York's gonna pay. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can afford a slice of pizza. And, uh... Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know, guys. I think that uh, I think tomorrow night we'll have some stuff. I don't know if anybody has anything else. Um, if not, we'll, we got a couple things for tomorrow night, and just wanted to um, have some fun too. Um, but that's all I got for the week. You guys got anything, Kim? You got anything from last night that we didn't already kind of talk talk about, uh, or no? We covered like the biggest point. I, I watched most of it, but thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it just kind of goes on the line. We I did um, it was a Reddit article where a lady thought that five she was asking the group of door door dashers is five dollars enough for a 200 a tip uh, for a 200 dollar grocery order going up like six stairs and she thinks five dollars was plenty but the suggested tip was like there was thirty dollars and she couldn't justify spending thirty dollars on a tip for her DoorDash driver so we debated that a lot so it kind of goes along the lines of the whole instacart thing so yeah, and the mass, I mean, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to go too far into it right now, but we all know Kim talked about it last night. I talked about it last week. And again, this week we finished up with the Nova piece that this is some really crazy stuff going on with DoorDash. 
Um, I think you can go back and watch a lot of other pieces. We don't have time to rehatch that whole thing, but there, these are some mass deactivations and like, at least me personally, I can say I'm like, I've never seen, never seen anything like this. It's and like what they're, they're picking doing. Off. Yeah. And checker isn't working and checkers behind and they're pulling bad information. And it, it's just a nightmare. I, I talked about that last night too. The people that they're deactivating probably shouldn't be. And then the people that there should be, they aren't right. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I had my checker background for DoorDash on Sunday. It came back and said that I surrendered my driver's license. So mm -hmm. according to, yeah, I did. I did surrender my Oklahoma one three years ago whenever I got my Florida one. <laughs> See that's And that's the same thing that happened with my buddy Mac in Portland. They were like, well, you live in Idaho. And he's like, really? Cause I have a, portland id on file with you for three years doordash and you mailed me tax returns for three years to portland doordash and i work in the right. portland market doordash and he's like what the heck and it's like checker only had up to a certain point and then they didn't have and he's like yeah but you have it in the app you have my id you see that? well that's the thing doordash didn't even have my florida id in the app checker doesn't have my florida driver's license but I'm still over the work, even though according to Checker, I have no driver's license. <laughs> yeah, but see, but on but on these apps, you you have your door your, your license loaded up, so they not not on DoorDash. Oh, uh -uh. you don't? No, I was trying I, to think. I don't know. I tried I tried to update it with DoorDash, and I reached out through them through Twitter and email. I said, "Hey, I have a new Florida driver's license. How do I update it?" They go, "Oh, when we run your background check, we'll ask you for it." They've never asked okay. me for it. Now Uber, Lyft, and all them, you know, they, they was like, hey, your license is no longer valid. We need your driver's license. But DoorDash, they're like, yeah, suspended, trendered, whatever. Keep driving. Yeah, because there's a lot of Reddit <laughs> stuff about if you've moved or anything like that, that you're getting flagged really easy. And that kind of doing, all ties into that, been, I think. They've been doing, a, according to like Facebook and Reddit and even YouTube, like they've been doing some serious background checking i feel like everything i read is i'm going through another background check i'm going through a background check and i'm like wow since when did they get all fancy and start <laughs> going through background checks again so max said to me that um that he doesn't think he ever had a doordash check <laughs> honestly he said three years ago when he onboarded they didn't do one he said and i honestly i'm trying to remember like I mean, were they just made? And I, we actually talked about that. Do they have the lion's share because they were just like, come on in? You're just delivering food. We don't right. care. Well, and I said the same thing. I've never had one through them. According to Checker, I've never had a background check. But then I searched my email because we was talking about it. And then, of course, that Sunday, I get an email from from Checker saying DoorDash ran an MVR on me. That's the only thing they ran. So was the why when so why when Uber runs it on you, is it coming through? I don't know. Well, because Uber has my up updated driver's license because Uber flagged Allow, me for Oh, allows it. you to change. Okay. Yeah, they allowed me to change it whenever I got my new one. Lyft allowed me to change it. Um, Instacart, I've never changed. DoorDash, I've never changed. Uh, See, I think that's insane. Amazon, I've never log changed. In on a com maybe not on an app or something, but at least on a yeah. computer and up upload a new item. Like People move all the time. Well, the, first off, if your driver's license... First up, my Oklahoma one would be suspended. Well, not suspended. It'd be expired by now. Right. Because it's three years. Oklahoma's only good for two years, I think, or four years, something like that. 
Uh, and so it would have been expired since the time I got it, which was like 2018. So yeah, it would have expired in 2022. So they should have at least flagged me for expired driver's license, but they didn't. Mm. So, cause I don't think they've ever looked before. I don't think they've cared. No, I don't think so either. I think, I think they do whatever the state says. Okay. Yeah. We ran MVRs on these people. You know, right. They didn't actually look to see if anything's valid. And then maybe that's why they, had so many drivers. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like people are getting screwed, and we all know there's no recourse. So it's, I mean, they're just literally like, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Like Nova, Nova and Mac between them have thirty five thousand dashes. Mac has thirteen five. Nova has like twenty one and change. And they're just at thirty five. Wasn't Nova also saying, and I could be making this, I thought he said this, was it his live or one of his videos that he, one of the reasons DoorDash gave him was because he had, he was making too much money or. He no, it, it was that he had too many deliveries. <laughs> when he talked to the supporters, he says the, the, the <laughs> deliver, you have a lot of deliveries. So that seems suspicious. Right. The fact that he's been doing the yeah, work working harder, working hard is suspicious to do. That's weird. Because <laughs> usually we, our drivers suck. So you're way too good. You're doing something wrong. You're out of here. <laughs> and how do you, how do you have an acceptance rating of 11% in all these trips? Come on. I mean, it's, it's, it's so sad. It's funny. I mean, like the, one of the, the last, con I think, contract violations he had was he was delivering a vibrator. Yeah. And he, he said he, he was very him. confident that the vibrator was delivered. So, but yeah, I, I felt like that it. wasn't the reason why he was deactivated personally. Even he didn't feel, oh, and, but he did yeah. say that two weeks prior, one week prior was that vibrator incident. Two weeks prior was a checker background check, and he wasn't yeah. sure when he had had one either. Yeah, I don't know. I would, but see, I guess this is my thing, Gary. Like, I mean, even if you can't upload a new license, why and what are you paying for over a checker? Because they should be able to send the report saying he lives. Okay, he yeah, he did live there. He lives here now. Right. Well, I, I looked at the, the MVR that they ran for DoorDash, and Checker did a consider, consider, even though it shows surrendered. But then I pulled out my Uber, and, of course, it says uh, good, 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 or whatever they say, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean – or accepted or whatever they say on there. I'd have to. I know. I just feel like a checker background check should, at bare minimum, just be verifying where you live. Yeah. <laughs> you have a license. I mean, I, I want to know what they are doing if they're not doing that. I mean, I, I guess I don't understand how a background check on any level, I know they're cheap and crappy, but I don't understand how even on that level, a background check is being done that has no stats on you for the last four years. <laughs> like, it's it's like they don't even care. They they run it because the state requires them to run it, but the state doesn't actually check every driver that they run to make sure it's it's a valid check. So you know all they're saying is okay, yeah, we ran it. You know, right? But when I was thinking about this, when you said that in the Uber app you can change your license, correct? You can, but right. it should still checker should <clears throat> still be being able to do that without knowing you did it on uber oh you know what's even funnier about this is i can't change my driver's license on doordash at all it doesn't allow me to uh in fact like i said they ran the background check on sunday and i remembered the week before that i actually had a verification check that i had to scan my driver's license which is florida so what that why is that not flagging something in their system i don't know 
Like they have an Oklahoma driver's license for me, but I submitted a Florida driver's license on my verification check. Like I don't know. what? I mean, if they do anything to you, just like use I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about being deactivated because <laughs> if I do, I can appeal and say, "Hey, you guys have wrong driver's license for me." That's not the big deal. My thing is for a tech company, though. Yeah, you're kind of sucking at it. They're not very techy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I didn't even think about that, that I had the verification check with a Florida driver's license because you have to submit your floor you have to take a picture of your ID and then selfie and all that stuff. Yeah, they're dumb. Um this up. well, what do we got going on this week? Kim, what do you got going? What do I have going on? Um I did my Tuesday night live this week, so I was back doing that. Wednesdays is Money Hungry this week. Geek Life is joining us. Um, Lavarius, he will be joining nice. us for uh, Money Hungry on Wednesday night on the Rideshare Guy at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. So I'm actually looking forward to that. And now I get to talk to him about his Daily Dot. So he was yeah, he's always so is he in a is he an investor daily of Daily Dot because he's always being featured. Like, yes. is he, uh, because uh, he the Daily Dot is or... pretty much TikTok in writing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the Daily Dot, at least whatever I see them come up in this space, I feel like it's always articles related to TikTok videos. Always. Yeah. But um, so. yeah, Thursdays I'm here. I'm just putting out shorts and regular content and um, posting every single day. Um, and Gary, what do you got going? Uh, I got Driver Nation tomorrow for the very final time. And now. Yeah, so make sure everybody catches that. <laughs> and then uh, that's all I got going, really. I mean, besides the apps. Yeah. 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 Gig Wars. You guys got to check out Gig Wars if you haven't. And, and of course, go to Gary's, Gary's apps, but Gig Wars. Get, yeah. get Warren. And Hannibal, what do you got going? I saw you have a Patreon now. Uh, yeah. I'm out of French fries as well. Um, are you talking about generally? <laughs> yes, I have a Patreon. Yes, Patreon. Is that uh, the biggest thing up. going on? You're out of fries. Right now, I'm very hungry. I'm very hungry. Uh, yeah, got, you know, got videos going on. I'm doing, still going back a little bit, doing the interview stuff. I got to talk to you, Steve, as well. We can get back doing some of the, the uh, algorithm stuff. But uh, doing a little bit different approach to the interviews, not necessarily doing live streams. Live streams is great, but I feel like when is a really engaging one-on-one conversation when you mean a conversation it's hard to because the chat is there and it's i think live streams is great great when you interact with the chat so um in this series i'm doing is going to be more one-on-one -on -one interviews and, and you know and then i put them out later on so i'll be talking to i think pedro is going to be down with one dashing trader um reaching out to some other content creators going back and doing some of the interviews but not live stream more like one-on-one -on -one right. kind of stuff so yeah, I mean that's how I do the podcast, and that's how I used to do all my videos in the beginning before I did live stream. I was just record pre-recording them. Yeah, because I I agree with you because it's they're two different animals though. Live streams are great, but it's just different. You can't exactly when you're in a deep conversation, it's hard to do a live stream. Yeah, you feel bad for the people who are making really good. You don't want to miss questions, so I, yeah, yeah I, I realized let me try this lane and see how that works. So. That's what we're all doing, you guys. And uh, tomorrow night, please catch the last finale of Driver Nation. Um, catch it, call in, comment, like it, share it, do everything. Um, and come say bye to Tom. And uh, he'll still be around. But that's a wrap for the week. 
Thank you, amazing panel. And thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. And uh, until next week, be safe, or until tomorrow night, be safe, earn smart, don't use DoorDash. And if you're a mail Instacart shopper, make us proud. Yeah, don't embarrass <laughs> us. Get your stuff together. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Good night. Later.